Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, also known as Halloween. Season 2, episode 37 of What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. How are you? Good to meet you. By the way, the theme music sounds a little... Halloweeny, isn't that kind of interesting? Huh. <laughs> I think that is interesting. Um, uh, we're gonna get some snow this morning, so that I find that uh, somewhat fascinating. There's something about the first snow of the year when it's just you know kind of like this. It's not gonna be a lot of snow, maybe an inch, probably less. Um, might not even stick. Um, but there's something I don't know. I, I don't mind that as long as it's not like a complete disaster. And then I love the first snowstorm where you're just locked in the house. I do. I like that. I just, maybe a lot of people hate that. Then I want snow from, say, December 23rd through mm, the 26th. (laughs) And then I can just go away. And then I want my temperatures temperatures to get warmer. And by the way, another sad thing, uh, talking about, you know, the coming of snow and uh, winter is here, my friends. Winter is here. Uh, another sad thing is we turned the clocks back this weekend, so uh, it's going to be dark out so early, and it's going to, uh, it's just, uh, it's that time of year. Now, the good news is, go to December 21st or so, you're at the very shortest day of the year, or the very longest day of the year. Yeah, shortest day of the year. And... Um, and then, and then you start gaining time again. And then, heck, by February, March, things are looking a little bit better. Um, so it's not as long as we think, but it's all happening. Can't stop it. Um, I, I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. It's cold in the house in the morning. It's harder to get up because it's cold. Um, and it makes my coffee better. It just does. I love coffee. I love it so much. And um, I have to tell you a quick little story about coffee mugs. First of all, I've mentioned how much I love my Yeti mug. I love it. It's just the greatest. It's just the best. Love it. I would be so lost without it in the morning. Um, I've been looking for a good water bottle. I ordered a Camelback. Supposed to be the best. I like the little straw things too hard to clean. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, but they had things, you know, like with a top on it that you can just drink out of in like a magnetic so i ordered that it's got a magnetic cap on it so when you when you drink no it doesn't have a fucking man i, I order it has a sticker on it saying magnetic top it's made of fucking plastic it it's the worst turd i've ever i it, it's going back i turn around and i ordered a really expensive yeti one <laughs> And it does. It has this awesome screw top. I don't even get it until tomorrow. I got the I got the um, water bottle, but I didn't get the the cap yet. The cap comes, I think, tomorrow. But it's got a cap on it, and it's magnetic. You just stick it on the thing, and it just it's always with the thing. It's always with the bottle. And uh, Lisa has one. She loves it. And I I sometimes we're in the car, and I have to undo it, and then like stick it on the thing. I love it. I don't. I didn't know hers was a Yeti. I'm dumb. But the one thing that I love about Yetis is this. 
and I don't want to spend too much time here because I actually do have a lot to get to today. Um, it being Halloween and all. Uh, on their packaging, um, Yeti, it has this line that I love from a marketing perspective, and it sums up exactly what Yeti's all about. It talks about how Yeti is, all Yeti products are over-engineered. And some would think that that's a bad thing, but no, it's perfect. These are meant to be beat around. These are meant to be, these. they can take abuse. They're good, high quality. They thought of everything. The little slide tops on the sip, like on the coffee cups, those are magnetic. They come off. You can wash them. If you drop it and it breaks, you can buy another one. And, and the cup itself, I mean, if this dropped off the top of a building, it would probably be cooler. All their stuff is just, and it's meaty, it's bigger. The handle on my mug is just freaking over. It's awesome. Over-engineered. We don't have enough over We have everything is under-engineered today. Bare minimums. And they suck. It's just one of those things that I thought was really cool and then it made me get mad about all the things that suck. All the crummy products that are just crap. Cheap crap. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> All right, let's do some headlines. First headline, um, it, it's just a teaser for what's to come. On October 30th, last yesterday, uh, 1938, one of the greatest hoaxes was ever broadcast. One of the greatest broadcast hoaxes was ever portrayed on the listening public. War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells freaked people out. Uh, it was H.G. Uh, Wells wrote the story War of the Worlds. Orson Wells, no relationship, spelled differently, um, portrayed this on a radio broadcast as a news flash. And it scared the bejesus out of everyone. People thought there were aliens. People thought, I don't know if it was Atlantic City or whatever, the, there was the first city had actually fallen. If you didn't live there, you'd have been like, oh my God, we're under attack. It was awesome. Awesome. I, I just, I love the idea that somebody had that kind of creativity and I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. Uh, Live from Daryl's house is returning um, tomorrow, in fact, on YouTube. It's got its own channel. Uh, if you've never seen Live from Daryl's house, uh, Daryl is Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates and he brings... Um, just world-class musicians, new upcoming musicians, legendary musicians to his home where he's got this great stage and studio all set up and and they jam. And they jam each other's tunes and it's awesome. Um, it's awesome. It's very low-key. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's great. It was off the air for a couple of years um, and uh, it's back. I think it's been off the air for like five years and now it's coming back uh, tomorrow. Uh, you'll be able to see that. So look for live at Daryl's house. Daryl is spelled a little bit different, D-A-R-Y-L. Uh, so if you're looking for it, hopefully that helps you out a little bit. In sports news, uh, the Rangers beat the Diamondbacks uh, to take a 2-1 lead in the World Series. I, I just, I'm not in. I'm, I, I normally, I don't know, I pay attention to the World Series. I'm not. I just, I don't. I, I Every single day goes by, and I'm like, oh my God, the World Series is going on. Ugh. 
And it's because I read a headline that, you know, the you know the score last night's game. Oh, shit, that's right. There's a this game going on. The leaders in the NFC North, our division, for the, if you're a Packer fan, um, the Lions just manhandled the Raiders last night. The score should have been 80 to nothing. Um, just a couple of weird uh, – the, the Lions had a hard time punching it in. Good, you know, good on the Raiders' defense, but – uh, they still managed to score plenty of points, and I, in my opinion, just kind of made it. The the um, the Raiders look silly, which eh, I'm okay with that. Make them look silly. A couple more days, we'll start that all over again on Thursday. Uh, for now, let's get into this week's. I gotta find the right bed. I gotta find the right bed. Where is it? Here it is. All right, my friends. It's Halloween. Halloween, and I gotta make you know. I it's it's funny because this I, I have an interview with Carol Sumbry coming up here, which requires a different theme, but it's Halloween based. So we talked about costumes and dogs, and um, just gonna play you a little bit of that. So this is Carol Sumbry and I talking about uh, costumes and dogs, and I asked her about um, uh, about the costumes. Like I hear them so often, and um, a lot of trainers will say this. It depends. So if your dog doesn't mind being dressed up, I used to have a dog that used to love to have clothes on. Um, actually, I currently have a, a whippet posture that loves to have clothes on. Hmm. Um, so if you have a dog that loves to have things on, then of course it's you know it's sure. fine as long as the dog is okay with it. However, a lot of dogs do not do not like to have things on, and a lot of these costumes are downright uncomfortable. Imagine you know if all of a sudden you had to wear a hat and you've never worn hats before. <laughs> so. Um, a lot of times the dog does not enjoy it. And, you know, I know we get dogs and, you know, we like to do what we like to do with them. So I would say it depends on the dog. Um, if you are going to put a costume on, make sure your dog doesn't feel stressed because of it. And try it on before Halloween, you know, so right. you're not just like, oh, let's just wing this and see what happens. Right. So if your dog has never worn things before, they're probably not going to enjoy it. And I think that we have a responsibility to make sure our dogs are comfortable and um, that includes being careful with people coming to your home all mm. of a sudden dressed as monsters you and i know it's halloween but what if in the middle yeah, of yeah, march yeah. somebody comes to your house looking like a you know sasquatch or something. you're gonna yeah, be yeah. like what the heck so i'm not a huge fan of dogs um being around trick-or-treaters i think it can be overwhelming and scary for them so you just say uh, put them in a different room or something like that and have them uh, occupied with something why chewy and in the other room unless your dog is bomb proof with we call novelty right. you know strangers um otherwise you've got strangers you've got chocolate not good for dogs sure <laughs> sure and you've got children running carrying pumpkins you know it's just it's a nightmare i mean if you didn't know it was halloween what would you think so a lot of dogs are really freaked out by halloween and we put them in these situations that they're not ready for that's a great piece of advice right there um our dogs seem to be fine with it you know of course every time the doorbell rings they go bonkers like like there's someone at the door and then they go there and then they want to go they're out sniffing i think they also get a vibe from us that this is okay Right. Like they're, they're, we're not like, oh my God, who's at the door? Um, you know, because there's some this, expectation by us. Did that you're happy to be involved. involved. Yeah, you know your dogs. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, our little dog runs outside and sniffs everybody. He just goes out there and he's wagging his tail. He's like, oh, I just love all these people. He doesn't give a shit about any of that. He's just, uh, will somebody pet me, please? And uh, we don't like to let the big dogs out because they can, you know, they, 
even not trying, they can knock kids over and stuff like that. So sure. uh, we just try to keep them out of that. But yeah. And then we had a dog the other day. It never touched a piece of chocolate in his life. Never had any. And he's sniffing around in the bowl. And then I hear the bowl move and I'm like, hey. And he dropped a piece of candy that he had in his mouth. Now, of course, it was still wrapped. But it was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't. Why would I be like, really careful? A lot of yeah. dogs end up in emergency this time of year, so just a lot of care. Yeah. With, um, you know, with that. Yeah. So there, I got to play that sound, that that music bed too. Carol Summary, thank you so much. More Carol tomorrow, um, and we got more Halloween right now. So let's get to it. All right, so I'm gonna get back to the fun music here. The dum, dum, Let's talk about Halloween fun facts, all right? Keep this rolling at a medium roar here so you can hear me. Halloween dates back uh, more than 2,000 years. This is not... The origins I always thought was like some sort of pagan holiday. And um, now what I'm reading, not so. Halloween is uh, older than Christianity itself. It started uh, as a festival called Samhain which means summer's end held in the beginning of November. The feast was recognized to was uh, used to recognize the last day of the fall harvest and spirits crossing over since they believed the veil between the living and the dead was thinnest at that time. People in Ireland and the United Kingdom, Northern France used to ward off the goats by lighting sacrificial bonfires and wearing costumes to trick the spirits. Huh? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Bet you didn't know that. Trick-or-treating has been around since medieval time. Back then it was known as guising. In uh, Scotland and Ireland, people did this all the time. Young people dressed up in costumes, went door-to-door looking for food, looking for sustenance, looking for money in exchange for performing a song, a poem, or other quote-unquote tricks. Pretty cool. See how it's all coming together here? See why we do this stupid stuff? (laughs) That's pretty funny. Some Halloween rituals uh, were aimed at finding a husband, believe it or not. I think this is hilarious. Um, So women used to throw apple peels over their shoulders, hoping to see their future husband's initial in the pattern that the apple peels made when they landed. You think of that? (laughs) Women. Uh, when bobbing for apples at parties, uh, the winner would supposedly be the first to marry, like catching the bouquet at, at a wedding. Uh, most spookily, uh, they even uh, used to stand in a dark room holding a candle in front of a mirror to look for their future husband's face to appear. Oh, okay, that's a little creepy. I don't, like, I don't like that stuff. I don't like the mirrors and the dark rooms and the... I don't, I'm not a fan. That, that kind of, that freaks me out a little bit. I'll just be honest with you. Uh, Halloween is the second largest commercial holiday in the United States. Um, consumers, this is crazy. Consumers spend roughly $9 billion for Halloween. That's $9 b- b- billion. Uh, the Irish gave us a jack-o'-lantern. Story goes that there was an Irish man named Stingy Jack. He tricked the devil, and therefore uh, the devil, the, the, I don't know, cast a spell, or just he now is not allowed into either heaven or hell. 
So he spent his days roaming the earth carrying a lantern. That's where the jack-o'-lantern term comes from. Later, of course, um, this all turns in. When the Irish come to America during the potato famine, they bring this tradition with them and, you know, we start using pumpkins. Um, us ingenious uh, Americans. Uh, Illinois is the largest pumpkin-producing state. Bet you didn't know that. The last one's my favorite one. This is my favorite one because I never heard this before. I'm 55 years old. How can I not know this? Michael Myers' mask on Halloween is a slightly altered, ready for this? Captain Kirk mask. That's right. The production designer went to a magic store and got, I think, I think they said it was a, mas- a magic store, but it sounds maybe a little bit more like a costume store. Got a clown mask and a Captain Kirk mask. And when he first tried on the clown mask, everybody was like, ooh, kind of like that. But when he put the Captain Kirk mask on, everybody's like, that's it, right there. They just modified it by making the, the holes in the eyes a little bit bigger. And obviously the way he wears the mask is a little bit different. Um, but that's what that is. Yeah, a Captain Kirk mask. How cool is that? I mean, come on. William Shatner. <laughs> He's in everything. Uh, it's what's eating kale today. Uh, tomorrow, more Carol Sumbry, uh teaching her dog to go up and down stairs if they're, in fact, afraid of going up and down stairs. And um, then Thursday, we got Ben Hotz. Friday, we got some fun uh, just for the hell of it. And that's what's eating kale today. Until the next time, make it a good one.